Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's pretty safe to say that many of us choose video games as a means to relax, to escape the daily grind, and instead dive headfirst into fantastical worlds where we're not just Bill from marketing, but instead we're Gramblor, the alcoholic dwarven warrior on a quest to smite the demon that slew his family and kicked his dog. And for the most part, video game developers will stick to some common tropes in order to fulfil these power fantasies. Such tropes include a heavy focus on providing a gentle but rising difficulty curve, as if the immersion is broken by the game being too difficult, then the player might never return to complete it, which is basically the death knell for any video game's chances of success. Yet there are some titles out there that absolutely wipe their ass with this idea, and will either bludgeon the player with brutal difficulty from the start, or have rules so complex that you need a master's degree to even get through the tutorial. And these entries, well, they're just such titles. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 video games that are impossible for newcomers. Number 10. Ninja Gaiden Oh, sorry, I looked away for two seconds and I'm dead? Welcome to the world of Ninja Gaiden, a game that makes Dark Souls look like a walk in the bloody park with your nan. This franchise has been stealing coins and pieces of your soul for years now with its supremely challenging gameplay. And while the controls of the original arcade game are easy to pick up, completing it was almost literally impossible for anyone other than those who programmed it, thanks to enemies that constantly respawned the moment they died, and a knockback so severe you'd think that Ryu had just been told that his parents were divorcing and it was his bloody fault. Things didn't get any better as the franchise went on either. For example, in Ninja Gaiden Black, not five minutes into the game, the player is forced to fight three other ninjas at once in a tiny room with a camera that seems adverse to witnessing bloodshed so tries to pull away all the bloody time. This one room is basically saying, oh, noob are you? <laughs> get out of my dojo, son. Apparently, the lead designer of this game was told not to make the game too easy and in a huff, he ordered to make it much, much, much harder. Thanks, mate. Number 9. League of Legends There's an ever-running joke that those who play League of Legends are also some of the saltiest people on the earth, and are painted as, in almost every online forum, even in their own, as being hot-headed, win-at-all-costs players who are absolutely unforgiving to newcomers. If you pick the wrong champion, which is bloody easy to do by the way, seeing as there are over 140 of them, then you will be chewed out for even stepping foot onto the same battlefield as your teammates, with many even refusing to play with you unless you adhere to the, um, 
Wisdom of the Veterans. As a newcomer though, you'll want to play as many of the champions as possible to learn their strengths and weaknesses. However, in most cases, you'll be barked at a pick from a select few and just do as you're told. The hazing usually wears off after, I don't know, maybe a few years or so within a guild, but many quit well before this time. It's a shame as well, because when LOL is going hard, as is shown in the massive eSport love that this game gets, it is an adrenaline rush from start to finish, but still pretty punishing to newcomers. Number 8. StarCraft 2's Online Mode Oh my lord, what the hell happened? This will, unfortunately, be a sentence that escapes your lips more than a few times when playing StarCraft 2 Online, because this section of the game has become a surgical scalpel at removing hope from your body. However, before I continue, let me gush a little bit, as StarCraft 2 is such a well-balanced and well-crafted RTS game that it easily ranks as one of the best, if not the best, in the genre. Plus, it's got an almighty single-player campaign that is utterly enthralling from start to finish and will push the player to their limits as you defend against ever-increasing enemy hordes. Yet the online mode? Yeesh. If you're a newcomer trying to break into the online multiplayer aspect of this game, then expect to lose so much that you'll actually forget what happiness feels like, as the established members of this community have been playing this game for years now and have developed every single strategy possible for humiliating the unprepared. You will need to push through the tears to get anything out of this mode, as more often than not, you'll be dead before you can even get to grips with the controls. Number 7. Dragon's Lair, the NES version the image of the opening section for Dragon's Lair on the NES will always be forever burned into my brain thanks to how many times I died here as a kid, as this is the perfect example of a gaming arcade mentality having no place whatsoever on consoles. In the arcade, it was routine for there to be intense and often unfair difficulty spikes as a means of alleviating that extra bit of coin from the player's pockets. However, on consoles, these moments only made players rage quit as we'd already stumped up the cash, so what was the point in needlessly punishing us. The opening section of this game will kill you over and over without remorse, be it from the bats that float across the screen, the collapsing bridge, the dragon that pops up and fires homing fireballs, or maybe it's the fact that there's input delay and that you throw your knives with all the strength of a coma patient. This is so incredibly off-putting to any newcomer that they will likely never get past this moment, especially when the last bat appears as you're walking through the gate for that literally unavoidable damage that will sometimes kill you. Boo. Number 6. EVE Online God, even looking at EVE Online makes my palms sweaty. This game is so intense and so absolutely punishing for new players that it's a wonder that anyone even bothers to try and get to grips with it. In a genuinely shocking moment of my life, when I asked a friend to show me how to play this game, he actually laughed before calling in his friend who'd been playing this game for 10 years for them to both laugh at me. What makes the experience so horrible for newcomers isn't just the fact that getting to grips with the controls of the game is like trying to solve a Rubik's Cube with boxing gloves on, but you you're not even just playing a game, as instead you're actually entering into a world with a thriving community and horribly real economy, and people who've made careers from this game aren't exactly infused when a noob rocks up trying to steal, shoot, or gob their way through things. If you're not part of a company in this title, then you're pretty much a nobody, and it's not like invitations come readily. EVE Online is a brilliant experience, but one that only really gets going when you're, I don't know, two years deep minimum? Number 5. Dwarf Fortress 
With most of the entries on this list, it's hard enough to make out the action on screen thanks to the myriad information that's just overspilling from every corner. However, Dwarf Fortress looks at these and laughs heartily, gesturing over its shoulder to its ASCII graphics that proceed to burn your eyes out of your very body. That's right, not just content to be a game with a ball-breaking difficulty curve that revolves around learning how to mine procedurally generated worlds for all their bloody worth, Dwarf Fortress's original art style is so utterly alienating that you won't have a bloody clue what is going on half the time. Even if you do decide to boot up the reworked edition, which does have a more appealing art style, the game is akin to somebody slamming a heavy book on your hands and then ordering you to read it. And the book is also in a foreign language, by the way, and there's also somebody yelling at you to hurry up every five minutes. It's genuinely not even worth approaching this game until you've read up and researched exactly what you're going to do before you actually do it, making it a strange example of a game that you have to rehearse in order to get the most out of it. Number 4. Dark Souls Yes, yes, I know it's an obvious choice, but come on, the original Dark Souls is now legendary for how much it punished players, and set a new standard of skills that you must obtain to continue along this lengthy and convoluted quest. I mean, just look at the reams and reams of videos online of people getting their asses handed to them not just by the Asylum Demon, but the regular enemies within the first half hour of the game. It does not respect newcomers at all, it slaps them in the face. And that's even before adding in other players who are such experts in griefing that they could lecture on the subject at university. However, maybe there's an even more alienating entry found in the form of Bloodborne, as this was basically the anti-Dark Souls when it came to combat, ditching turtle poking for lightning quick dodging, meaning that if you were rooted in Dark Souls, you'd be completely adrift along with everyone else despite all of the hours you'd plugged into that bonfire. Obviously, this difficulty is part of the charm, but for some, many in fact, it was simply too much. Number 3. Factorio As one of the highest ranking games ever on Steam, it's clear that Factorio is doing something right, and it's true that the incredibly rewarding gameplay, adorable if chaotic art style, and the supreme sense of satisfaction you get from finally launching a rocket into space for the first time does make for something truly special. However, much like building a rocket in real life, this game is almost incomprehensibly difficult to newcomers looking to give it a go. In fact, Osley, a fantastic editor and Factorio fanboy, described the gameplay to me as such. Basically, Factorio is like trying to build an actual rocket by using only what's available in your front room while your little brother is trying to get involved by spilling your rocket fuel supply on the floor. In order to make sense of this game, you will need a brain that doesn't just multitask well, but is in fact part computer, as you will need to balance about 50 things at once, at a minimum. Sending precious ore around the map, negotiating complex power issues, and of course making sure the entire house of cars doesn't fall down at a moment's notice is all part and parcel of Factorio, so you best hit the ground running, as this game doesn't slow down for anyone. Number 2. Rainbow Six Siege now, at first you might think it a little odd to put a first-person shooter on this list, as when you think about it, every single game in this genre just boils down to point at the enemy and click until dead. However, to think of Rainbow Six Siege in this manner is doing the game a huge disservice. The reason why is because this game requires an immense amount of tactical planning, squad communication, and careful balancing of groups to make sure that you're keeping every combat option open to you. As time has gone on, however, this skill gap between newcomers and veterans has only increased. To the point now where the gap is wider than the Grand Canyon, and online lobbies are littered with mountains of dead noobs. Those that try and go solo are going to have a bad time, and likely be cussed out by their teammates, pretty much ensuring that if you want to thrive on this title, you're going to need to build bonds and train bloody hard with your chosen operator. 
And number one, Elite Dangerous. When you type Elite Dangerous into YouTube, the search bar automatically suggests Beginner's Guide. And it's right there, at this point of inception, that you should realize what a mountain you're about to climb. Elite Dangerous is a title whose two defining features make up its actual name. It's a game for the elite, and it's absolutely bloody dangerous to anyone else. So why would you want to play it? Well, in short, because it's fucking fantastic. The graphics and sound design alone place it as one of the most engaging titles going, despite coming out in 2014, and with VR support this becomes otherworldly in a most literal sense. There's so much to explore and so many ways to make a living online, and everything you do affects the overall narrative of the entire universe. Are you starting to feel a little overwhelmed? Good, because that's the starting point. Everyone begins at this level, and it will take you months of grinding, learning, research, planning, negotiating, and, of course, some sheer luck to make it through the early days. This game will eat your time for sure, but it's one that's only rivaled by the amount of time that you'll need to take to learn how to play it in the first place. Go in half-cocked, and in space, no one will hear your frustrated screams. Or if they do, they'll simply be laughing at you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.